Welcome to episode number 53 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun along with you. We try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. We had an undefeated week, so we'll talk about all the games, what's coming up in our Kraken reaction, plus the NHL power rankings. And you're going to want to hear this because guess what? We're towards the top of the power rankings. This kid is a player. That's a quote on who? Can you guess? Can you guess? Maddie Beneers. No, not Shane, right? Because he's not playing much, but we'll talk about Maddie Beneers. Plus, we've got a sweet hat deal for you. Tons of fun stuff. Let's get to it. Episode 53 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. Yo, how are you? What's up, dog? I'm doing good, <laughs> man. I'm uh, I'm honestly, I'll be completely real here, so I'm sorry if I lose anybody. I feel like I'm limping into this episode. It's been a, it's been a crazy weekend. Wedding shenanigans. <laughs> like, I was watching, I was watching the crack in the Kings game on my phone, like, leaving, uh, like leaving a, a rehearsal, going to like the after party for the wedding. Uh, so yeah, it's just been a. Uh, I've been on a little bit of a heater recently. I can't. Complain. So here's what's funny is I, I I feel like if we when we finally have a staff, I'm gonna force them to go back <laughs> through all of our episodes. Yes, and I want to I want to have them stitch together. <laughs> All the times I've mentioned my kids and all the times you've mentioned that, man, I'm just coming off of a bender of a weekend. But uh, you you had a huge weekend with some wedding stuff going on. And before you kind of get into it, because I haven't heard much about it, I do want to say we've got a good synergy going because uh, mm-hmm. before the game before the game on uh, Saturday over the Kings, yeah. um, you were like, hey, man, I'm going to this rehearsal dinner. Are you going to you know, get Twitter and, like, and blah, 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 blah? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I got Twitter. So I was good on Twitter for like the first – and second period like and then i like fell asleep in the middle of the second period <laughs> and i woke up i woke up to seeing you tweeting about how you were watching the game on the yes. way back on a bus yes you, you totally picked up my slack man so like we got some good team synergy going on just like the seattle kraken unintentional synergy man like the team's rolling we're rolling okay so i come out of the wedding the the uh, the after party is it not the rehearsal the reception I'm so fucking out of it man sorry the rehearsal sure. dinner her rehearsal dinner was Friday hammered like the like the entire place was just completely obliterated had a great time and this Saturday, was this is your, sorry go ahead this is your girlfriend's sister's sister yeah okay. and it's it's been a lot because like she's a triplet the whole family was in town people are running around everywhere wedding things I didn't even know that I was invited to the rehearsal dinner until like a week ago because I'm an idiot with weddings I don't really know how they work. I'm just like, just tell me where to go and what time, and I'll show up. Boy, hold um, up. Is it the first of the triplets to get married? Second of the triplets. Uh-oh, dude. Uh-oh. I don't want to. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of. There's okay, a lot okay, of, okay, okay, there's okay. There is a, a lot of a not-so-subtle remarks made to me over the course of the past 48 hours. Yep, yep. You were walking like, into a. Don't on me. Because I'll do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> don't push, Joey. You were walking into a lines <laughs> then on oh, that yeah. one, though. <laughs> like, don't you push me. No. So, it, honestly, man, like, it was a really, it was a really, really good time. And then awesome. it's funny because I thought for some reason the wedding started at 6. It actually started at 5.30. I literally busted into the church at 5.31. Like, I opened up the 
side door and like dove into a pew right when like the music started playing. So I was like, oh my God, that was perfect timing. But afterwards, so we have the reception. Everyone like has a great time at the reception, but we're kind of dragging ass because the rehearsal dinner was so much fun. And if anybody knows anything about New Orleans, it was at Commander's Palace. Oh, you can say is like, is the most iconic restaurant in, in the entire city. We were very fortunate to be there. And it was like a five course meal, uh, open bar, the whole deal. So everyone just gets completely annihilated, had a great time, all the speeches, crying, hugs, all that shit. And uh, so the next night we get done with the wedding, uh, done with the reception. And I get on the bus and I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, I forget the freaking Kraken being two hours behind. The game is starting a little bit later. They're still playing right now. So I pull up the game on the charter bus and like, you know, in New Orleans, like you're on the charter bus, like you're like a police escort throughout the city, the whole deal. So I'm chilling on the bus watching the Kraken game. And I actually, that, that's when I unintentionally picked up your slack. And I had one of the coolest unintentional, unintentional coolest drunken hockey moment I will probably ever have in my entire hockey watching career from here on out. So I'm at the so I'm at the bar afterwards, and again, so the reception's over. I'm watching the game on my phone. I go up to the bar, girlfriend's cousin, and we're broing out. We're like, let's get some drinks, Moscow Mules. Like, let's do this. And so we go nice up to choice. the bar. Thank you. We go up to the. Well, I have some stomach problems. I once like some ginger beer, but anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I go. Up, so I go up to the bar, and I have my phone out, and he's like, "What do you want?" And I look down at my at my phone. And Eberly is literally on the breakaway in overtime. And I saw how, like, where his position was on the ice and how there was really no one in front of him. And I looked at him, my, uh, my friend, and I go, hey, man, give me one second. The team's about to win right now. And right when I said now, Eberly shoots, it goes in. The Kraken win in overtime. He's like, and he's drunk, too. And he's like, how the fuck did you know that? And I was like, dude, it seems like I'm Nostradamus over here, but I'm telling you, like, it's just one of those things where I looked down at my phone. I just saw, like, what was going on in overtime. I'm like, there's no way Everly doesn't score here. Called it, game win, order drinks at the bar, and I'm going out all night, had a great time. Dude, I'm so jealous, man. Well, Weddings I felt are so cool. I felt fun. so cool in that moment. I was like, damn, look at me calling this shit. He was blown awesome. away. He's like, how the fuck did you just do it? Because he doesn't watch hockey at all because we're in New Orleans. He's right. like, how the, fuck you, how the fuck did you know that? And I was like, honestly, like, really good timing. <laughs> Very lucky. Me- Meanwhile, it was actually kind of like Back to the Future 2. Like, uh, you were just watching like a recording of it. Um, you oh know, like, that would be hilarious. That would be awesome. You're like, you should just totally... watching a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, my God. You should totally, you could, you could trick non hockey people in New Orleans. Oh like, hey, God. I bet I can tell you what happens in this game. What? Oh, okay. Good. And you're like, he's going to score now. And then he scores. And you're like, oh, my God. This guy's like, like a savant. I'm like, wait a second. These two guys are going to fight. And this guy in the left is going to hit him with the right hook about 37 seconds in. <laughs> Just oh my god videos and betting people money on it that's actually pretty genius anyways enough about my shit man what was going on with you all weekend dude i don't remember honestly um it, it my wife came back from being in boston and uh shoot i remember like driving back from the airport we got some like italian food and then friday dude i don't even know what we did on friday and i honestly saturday was like a rainy day i don't know what we did on saturday it just we kind of like we're just kind of coming down off of this crazy family time where like mom was gone. I was nonstop. Kids were nonstop. We were all doing crazy stuff. And uh, the weekend was cool. Uh, I think the highlight of the weekend for me, obviously the Kraken kicking it and and being awesome. Um, We went on a hunt for 
Um, you're at weddings partying once again, living an awesome lifestyle. We were hunting for eight foot tall nutcrackers, uh, from home Depot. Oh, nice. Okay. So here's my plan for next year is, uh, first of all, I think what we need to do, here's my, here's my pyramid scheme for us, Joey. We've got to get some, some sponsors for the podcast, right? So we get, we generate income, generate income, build it up, build it up, build it up. And then as soon as like next year, um, you know, Christmas stuff goes on sale, um, and really even Halloween stuff, right. Goes on sale. What we need to do is like the first day that stuff goes on sale, buy all the huge ass shit, like the, the, the 12 foot skeletons, skeletons. The eight, yeah. The eight foot, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, nutcrackers, nutcrackers because that sells out like instantly. So if we take all of our money, buy like 50 of those things, then put them on eBay, we will probably quadruple our money because we bought we bought a nutcracker. We found it at a store uh, near us and talked to the dude. He's like, oh, we don't actually have any left. You want the display? And the display looked like it had gotten beaten by a nutcracker biker gang. And we said, no. And he said, let me look it up. Oh, there's one 20 miles away at the store. Order it online, and then you can go get it. Oh, cool. We ordered it. We went home first, and we got an uh, email and said, hey, uh, we have to refund your money. We don't have that. God damn. And then I went online and I looked and like 40 miles away, there was another one. And I was like, I'm going to buy that. And then it is actually I committed to it. Do I, is this like a thing where like, are you missing one? Like, what's the deal here? This dude, is a serious commitment to the eight foot tall nutcracker. We went in. So we, we decided it's like 250 bucks. We're like, we went in on it and we're like, okay, we're doing this. And once we went into it, we were like obsessed. Like we got to get this thing. Okay. And, and, I don't know why. And then, and then we got it. We drove out to Picayune, Mississippi. We got it. Jesus, um, it wasn't that bad because we're not that. It was. It's like a thirty-minute drive. Anyway, it gets us out of the house with the kids at least. So we we did that. Okay. And then we like we got home, set it up. Pretty cool. Uh, it's got like uh, LED eyes, so it's kind of looks like a, a little satanic, which is neat. So I kind of like that. Um, and we're like, we need another one. So now we're on the hunt for this thing. I'm searching with like. 200 miles like we're looking all over the place these things are sold out across the country this is nuts like and then there's apparently like an unseen alternate version of this one that instead of a trumpet nutcracker it is a drumming nutcracker first oh. of all we need to we need, i need to stop so that was my weekend because we haven't even <laughs> talked about the kraken yet you talked about a kick-ass wedding i'm talking about eight foot tall nutcrackers no, but i need to, i need to bring something up right now because um we might get into a fight right here on this episode so I'm having a hard time listening to your story because I am a diehard. You do not decorate for Christmas until the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, dude, we didn't that's, decorate. That's we how I roll. No, we set it okay. up. It's I was going to say, we need to have a conversation here. No, no, I'm, okay. hard, I'm with you, bro. We're on the same synergy there, too, because guess where this okay. eight-foot-tall nutcracker is set up? It's in our entryway, freaking me out in the dark when I, you know... <laughs> Cause I stay up later than everybody else. So I shut all the lights off and I'm like, Holy shit, what's that? And it's a giant shadowy figure with a huge trumpet just sitting in my foyer. And I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Whew, it's just the nutcracker. Oh, thank so, God. That nutcracker is watching over me as I get this work done while everyone's sleeping. Exactly, dude. I mean, honestly, that guy is like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he is satanic. I'm not sure. Anyway, no, we we are not setting up until after Thanksgiving. I'm with you. No Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Some Christmas music did leak into the house um, yesterday, and we let it go. 
We let okay. it go. It happened. Okay. Not proud you of it. You some Christmas music. You're talking about like, oh, how did Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, start blasting? What happened? Haven't played that yet. It was actually Ariana Grande, um, uh, Santa Tell Me. Santa Tell My kids love that one. Oh, so anyway, okay. Yeah. So it's like her rendition of Santa Tell Me or Santa Baby, right? Is it that one? Is that No, that it's Santa it Tell Me. It's, it's actually a kick-ass song. Honestly, honestly, like it better than Mariah Carey. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, Mariah Carey, uh, we're going to get some flack here for this. I don't give a shit. It's overplayed. I'm so fucking tired of it. I'm tired of the Mariah Carey propaganda. I'm tired of her every year needing those Spotify streams so she can pay her freaking Amex bill. I'm tired of the song. And honestly, like, it's not even the I am a Grinch because I've had some friends reach out and be like, dude, why are you such a Grinch about Christmas? I really enjoy Christmas. My issue is, is that I don't want to see Christmas shoved into my face prior to for those who celebrate thanksgiving right because it's one of those things where it's like you don't deserve to celebrate thanksgiving if you give it no proper respect and you go right into christmas like if i see you rocking christmas sweaters and blasting mariah carey the day after halloween you and i have a problem like this is a this is an issue here thanksgiving for me is the best holiday because you get all the food you get all the food you want and some of it is the best food you'll ever have especially in the South. Like we have some dishes down here, like shrimp Ooh. and Merle on dressing. I didn't even oh. know what that was until I came to new Orleans. Yep. Meloton, Merleton, yeah. yeah look it up. And also, Oh, by the way, like we had a Thanksgiving episode last year. People could listen to that, but it's also one of those things. My biggest thing for Thanksgiving is this uh, food. You get the football. And then on top of that, there's no expectations for gift giving. You don't have to give any gifts. You don't have to sit around and be awkward while everyone's watching you open up gifts and pretend like you like the weird dress shirt that you got that you never asked for, like the sweatpants or anything like that. There's none of that. It's all good things. You just get to eat all day. You can wear fucking maternity pants if you want to. It's a perfect holiday, man. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's a pretty solid argument. I mean, you, you definitely made the case right there for that. And, um, you know, I'm with you as it shouldn't be Christmas too soon. So uh, we're not we're not decorating. Um, some people in the neighborhood uh, are taking advantage of like the uh, pre Thanksgiving deals from all of the landscaping companies that will put up the lights for you, which is a freaking cop out. And it also costs like fifteen hundred bucks to do they put uh, up lights for you. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh you can totally. God. Yeah, you can hire landscaping or light companies to go do it, which is I mean, look. I'll say this. It is pretty cool, but we'll never, ever do that. Like, honestly, no. like I'm going to, I'm always going to have a little Clark Griswold in me. I got, I was do... going to say, we have to Chevy chase this situation. We have to Clark Griswold it up, man. Like I want some weird shit to happen. I'm half yep. drunk. You're falling off a ladder. Like that's how the holiday show. Oh, that's how it is. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. So now we're going to have nutcrackers and uh, haphazardly hung lights and all that sort of shit, dude. So I like it. I yeah. Like it. I'm into it. Anyway. So there you go. Uh, there's your wedding update. There's your nutcracker update. And speaking of cracking some nuts and blasting some pucks, let's get in. <laughs> let's get into your cracking reaction. Did I say busting nuts? No. Seattle cracking these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That's what's awesome is they are undefeated week last week, short week. They only had two games, but and yes. really weird. Same exact score, same exact outcome, basically. Three yes. two wins over the uh, L.A. Kings and also to the New York Rangers. So uh, we went coast to coast, big time teams. We took them down. It was a fun week. The Seattle Kraken are staying competitive. They're staying at the top of the Pacific Division. Um, you know, we've got the 
Golden Knights, who are arguably the best team in the league in our division, if it weren't for them, I mean, we might be at the top. So it's a tight, awesome uh, race in the Pacific. The Kraken are a good team. They've got great things happening. They're fighting. They're not getting blown out. They're winning games. Uh, Life is good if you're a Seattle Kraken fan. Life is really good. I want to talk about the Rangers game first because we've mentioned it in a previous episode how I feel like Justin Schultz doesn't get the credit that he's deserved. He's been so freaking good for the Kraken this year. And I'll eat crow on that because the signing in the offseason, I was like, oh, this old ass defenseman who's always injured, like what's he's what is he gonna do? But he's been he's been really, really good for the Kraken this year. He scored twice in the game against the Rangers, including the game winning goal in overtime. Jeff. In his 12 years in the NHL, that is his first multi-game goal. So I have to give it up for Justin Schultz. He had a hell of a game. It was also the Kraken's first one in overtime. Uh, They've had four overtimes at this point in the year. Uh, Yanni Gord had his 400th uh, NHL game. But my biggest highlight was my boy, because I fell in love with him, because as everyone that listens to the podcast remembers, I went to my first ever NHL game at Madison Square Garden. I proceeded to sit in the rafters and drink like triple vodka crayons until I blacked out. But I got to see Igor Shesterkin do his thing, and I fell in love with Igor. But afterwards, we see Igor messing up some doors, punching some uh, some locker room doors in frustration because he had to go against Martin Jones, who's been owning everyone's ass. Oh, yeah. And you know, because it's Climate Pledge Arena, it was probably made out of like corkboard or something sustainable. (laughs) That probably just tree that is almost endangered. And here goes Igor just hating Mother Nature. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, Igor, you you obviously got a thing against, you know, the earth. So what the hell, dude? But that was hilarious. He's like so pissed off. And he just also just sat on the ice. just like in disbelief. Yes. So angry. I, I wonder what he was angry about. Was it the, you know, how he just lost in overtime i wonder if it was like was it him just losing in overtime was it him losing in overtime to the kraken did something happen during the game where he was just especially pissed off and he didn't want to lose to them do we have a rivalry brewing with the rangers that we don't know about like i want to know like what's the backstory in that why did he flip out like obviously he thought he should have won the game i just want to know what his head where his head's at and and why he was so pissed off I mean, if I were him, I'd be that pissed off, too, if I had to go up against Martin Jones. This dude's been a freaking stud, man. I mean, I know we talk about, like, every single week, but did you see that he was, like, uh, the three-star player across the entire league uh, for the past month because of how he's been playing? I mean, like, he's – it was, like, him – uh, your your favorite player in the NHL, Sidney Crosby, and someone else who I'm completely spacing out on right now. But, dude, Martin Jones is playing great. Igor's probably pissed off at that. But in all reality, so I think the reason why he was really pissed off is because the game-winning goal, which again is by Justin Schultz, Igor was actually in a great position. I thought he did everything he could do to defend it. But it, it was like in this weird I don't know, like, like kind of like bounced off like the right side of his chest and just like managed to like grease right by him into the net. I honestly have no idea how that puck went in, but it was meant to happen. It was like the, that puck had eyes. Is that what they always say? Like that yep. puck had eyes and yep. it found its way into the back of the net. And I think for him, he was really just pissed off about that one going in because I, I thought he had it blocked easy. You know, I, I, and that's it. He, he obviously was not happy with the way that that ended. Um, and it, he probably put it on his shoulders. So he was especially pissed. I love to see that passion. I do not love to see him um, smashing up doors at climate pledge arena. He's going to get a bill for like 456 bucks. Um, so <laughs> it's good, but you know, Hey, see, see, see ya. Wouldn't want to be a, thank you so much for coming. Come again. We beat the Rangers three to two great game. Um, before we talk about the Kings game, 
you know, I've been looking at stats, right? And looking at the team stats. Who are, wait, who are you? Every time I bring up stats, you're like, get those stats out of here. No, 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 no. Just the stats like expected goals above average taint uh, measurement or something like that. You know what taint I mean? Like, block. yeah, it's like yeah, 3.5 inches. Taint gap. Yeah. Okay. Dude, the taint, taint gap. gap the, real is five, like, the real five hole. Oh, yeah, exactly, dude. Like, you know, <laughs> the bigger the taint, the bigger the score. So. <laughs> That's horrible. That's that part, is horrible. That's, that's part of uh, like the NHL draft process. They do a taint measurement, and why? the longer the taint is, the more of a chance you have to be a good goalie. Why are we talking about this in the in the post pod in the post pod <laughs> breakdown when we're sitting in the office going, why don't we have sponsorships for the Kraken Pod? Oh, remember that time you mentioned taint measurement? Yeah, <laughs> that might be something that to look into there. I don't know. We'll just keep drinking and going. So All right, moving on. So I'm looking at stats, though. You know, we've got so many good things going. What I the stats I love to see, like I just kind of look at it. It's like kind of like when you know on Christmas, you know, when you were a kid, you got the new toy. Sometimes you just like were so enamored by that for that new toy that you really wanted. You just look at it. You just look at like you'd like wake up in the morning like there it is. Oh, like sweet. An eight foot tall nutcracker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That would be weird if I trumpet in your sleep. A kid wanted that. Um, that would be weird. It would be weird. But I'm looking at this, you know, Martin Jones in the top 10 goaltending stats going like, whew, man, I just love seeing that. The other stats that I love to see, if you look at the Kraken, you know, team stats as far as players, it's just, it's nice when you see a hockey team that is incredibly balanced. Like, yes. look at the, the Edmonton Oilers, okay? Um, you've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who are, are leading the league um, in points, basically, right? 34 and 30. Yep, I actually was looking up that stat earlier. So, you look at the rest of the Oilers, and it's way less than that. The rest of the Oilers just absolutely suck. If it wasn't for those two guys, the Oilers would be down at the bottom of this division with the sharks and the ducks. Mm-hmm. What's what's great. What I love to see is if you go down, right? So the scoring leaders for your Seattle Kraken, and, and they don't have numbers next to them, but like basically Ebbs is leading the team with 15 points tied with Berkey, by the way, with 15 points, which is pretty yes. awesome. Yes. Yes. And then, and then you go down the list and you go, so you got those two guys leading the, the team with 15 points. And then I go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, basically all the way down to 15, eight points. So what, what I'm saying here is this is from 15 to eight points, you go 15, you got a couple of guys, with 11, you got four guys with 10, you got three guys with nine points. You got, uh, you know, three guys with eight points, very spread out offensively, which we already know. We already knew that, but it's just nice to see in the stat sheet that everybody's pitching in and they're scoring across the board. All lines are putting pucks in the net are making great plays. It's a true team effort. So from goaltending through your defensemen all the way up to your, your forwards, everybody is doing a great job. That's why this team is really good. And I, I just love to look at those stats and that's how you can kind of pick that apart and go, cool. Who's, who's performing well, who's doing great. And there you go. So the Kraken are killing it on the stat sheet too. It's almost as if Jeff, and this is a crazy notion here. I'm going to throw this out. It's what almost it? as if, dare I say it, they are a well-coached hockey team. Are we, are we allowed no. to say that? Are we, our our wow, I can't talk or are it's been where it's Monday night, by the way. And I'm like half a beer in and I just should be sleeping, but, or <laughs> are we only allowed to slander Dave Haxtell? Because again, I really do feel like the Kraken are like, like they're playing so good and they're so freaking balanced, but like the turnaround from the team, it's like they bond to like the philosophy 
of hack and it's listen it's not all on him but it has to start somewhere and at what point do we have to start saying hey you know what maybe all that fire hack stole stuff maybe we owe him a little bit of an apology like i tried to apologize to martin jones last week and he told me to fuck myself he did yeah so i don't know how hack is gonna take it maybe i just need to give him like a gift certificate to supercuts um just to keep his haircut tight but i don't know man like for real though, it's really, really good to see them playing this well. I like honestly the biggest like criticism, quote unquote, that I see from um, just across the league regarding the Kraken is, you know, the top line can't continue to keep getting outscored by opponents top line like this and then to keep succeeding. Well, actually, yeah, it's okay because look across the board, like you just pointed out, the points are spread out pretty evenly. Every line is producing, players are producing, everyone is stepping up, and everything's working out really well. So we owe an apology to Haxtell, at least right now, because when things are down, we're quick to jump on him. But when things are up, instead of praising him, it just doesn't get brought up, which is just kind of a funny, ironic thing that I notice, you know, about when it comes to the Seattle Kraken. Well, you heard the story about how the Devils fans were chanting, sorry, Lindy, uh, to Lindy Ruff, who's the... Um, I did not hear that. Um, so that's what we need to do. Uh, for Haxtell, I think at Climate Pledge is sorry, Haxtell, because it's true. I think anybody who, and, and if they fall apart halfway through the season, I, we still owe the dude an, an apology because for the past month, um, you know, he's really gotten this team going. And again, you nailed it. It's not just him, it's the whole team. I think there's just a, great things going on. They're having fun. It's fun to win. And you can tell. I was watching video of those guys, you know, playing soccer um, the other day, um, you know, in the tunnel. And they're terrible at soccer. Terrible soccer they're, players. They're horrible at that, like, hacky sack. I'm like, boys, like, yep. stick to your day job, for the love of God. Yeah, it's a, You know, but it's a thing, though. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but, um, you know, like, most, a lot of NHL teams, to warm up, they'll do stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, in, in the um, in the hallway, getting getting onto the ice type thing, getting getting warmed up, that sort of stuff. So, anyway, I, I think whatever's going on, kicking the ball around, Dave Haxtell, uh, we owe him an apology. The team's killing it. Super happy. It's fun to yes. watch. Yes. Honest, honestly, there's still like 10% of me that's like in disbelief. Like, wow. I mean, they just keep winning. And I, I keep waking up going, first of all, I need to get some sleep so I can actually stay up and watch these games <laughs> till the end. And then second of all, I'm still waking up going like, man, they won. Cool. And I'm starting to get to the point where I, I go to bed going like, sweet. I know I'm going to wake up and it's going to be a win from the Seattle Kraken. This is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing. And also, I just want to give a shout out to Steve Briere, the the goalie coach that we brought in this offseason, because, again, whatever he is doing to work uh, with our boy, like, I don't know, man, everything is just working out right now. And he's playing so good, like the league is officially on notice. Dad energy is real. New dad energy is like extra real. It's like farm strength. Like farm strong is real. So is dad energy. So All right. I don't know, man. I'm just pumped. Things are going really, really good. And then we rolled that game. Like you said, 3-2 overtime win against the New York Rangers. First overtime win on this season. We do the same exact thing to the Kings. Like uh, uh, two nights later, Saturday night, watching after a wedding on a freaking charter bus. And it's the Kraken's seventh win in their past nine games. And it was Eberly again, with the dad energy, who had the goal in overtime to win the whole thing. That was that. First of all, you called it at the wedding, half drunk, which was awesome. So good for yes. you. Yeah, great um, time. that was just a sweet shot. I mean, he just you know five hole. He just he just knew exactly where to go. That was just awesome to see. Um, a a well fought, hard fought game to beat the Kings. I actually thought this was going to be more of a high scoring game because the Kings, um, going into it, I was looking at stats too, and the Kings 
score a lot of goals, but they give up a lot of goals. So yes. I was thinking this is going to be a shootout, which is nice. It wasn't a, a, a big time shootout game. I actually, I actually threw the DraftKings sportsbook app. Um, <laughs> yes. I did. I yeah, here's, <laughs> I, yes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm betting like a couple bucks every every day, which is fun. I'm still at my level, man. I have a, I have a level of like, I won. No, really, on with with the DraftKings sportsbook app. I won that hundred dollar bet. So I put in like $200. So now I'm at like 350 bucks. Right. So my thing is like, I can't, can't go below like 340. Right. So I've got to like, make sure that you I gotta keep- start tweet. You got to start tweeting out your, like your, your lines for the night. Like before the games start every night, like you got to start tweeting out like what, what you're putting your money on. Cause the people are going to start demanding this as you embrace the degenerate gambler side of yeah, you who happens yeah. to be pretty good at this. Yeah. You need to start tweeting out what you're putting money on and not just the Homer gonna, pick like the Kraken are going to win again, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I'll never bet against the Kraken. That's, I will never do that. Um, and I don't do that against the Red Wings either. So, um, what's this the Kraken is podcast? New Jersey Devils tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> Red Wings podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I will say this in that parlay, uh, I'm trying because I'm experimenting. I'm like, spe- I'm spending a buck. I've said this before. I'm spending like a buck on crazy parlays just to see how I can get my odds up. So I picked the Kraken to win, which they did, which is awesome. But I picked them to, uh, I think the, I picked the, uh, over under, um, on scoring in the first period, the Kraken had to score two in the first and they did not. Okay. But I picked, I picked, I just felt it anytime goal score Spronger Sprongs. I picked yes. Sprongs. So I got that. Ooh, so I got like plus 400. Like what were the odds on it that? It was, thing? it was, I was like, you know what? He's been oh buzzing the past couple of games. Yeah. He really has been flying around. I've been hearing his name a lot uh, yes. on the ice. And I was like, he, I think he's going to cash one in. And sure enough, he cashed one. in. now I had another part of the parlay, which I forget. I think it was the total uh, over under on goals, which I was under on, but uh, had that been a high scoring game, I would have won my first ever parlay, which would have been awesome. So anyway, I would, almost, I, I would almost bet you right now that the over under on goals, they probably had the line set at like five and a half for that game. Cause that's exactly. a, Perfect line, yeah, with that kind of goaltending for the Los Angeles. Oh, that's what it was. I picked six and a half because it was higher. It was higher payout. Yeah, that's way up there. Okay. I'm glad that you brought up Spronger because what I want to say about him is, and I've thought about this the past couple of times I've watched him because I noticed the same thing. I'm like, man, this guy's really buzzing around the ice right now. What I really appreciate about Spronger is that he has these moments in games where he decides that he's going to go 110% and he doesn't give a fuck. And he'll he'll just take the puck from end to end, and he'll always put a shot on net. And I freaking love it. This one in particular, when he scored against the Kings, um, was from the left circle. And it was great to see that go in because, like I said, the guy's always putting shots on net. He gets these, like, bursts of energy throughout a game where it just seems like he is the only guy really flying around on the ice. I think he's a really integral part of the team. He did this last year with the Seattle Kraken as well, which is why during the offseason when they didn't know if they're going to bring him back or not, I was like, are we really not going to bring back this guy? Because there's some things that you just can't measure. And, like, he has this, these these bursts of energy and, like, his style of play that, like, I don't know, man, Spronger is a guy you want on, like, your third line, your fourth line. Like, and he's been a great addition for the Kraken. Well, you know, back to Haxtell for a second here is think about this is who are the guys that were being, you know, made healthy scratches uh, earlier in the season? You know, Shane Wright, you know, still obviously going through some development. I think Shane Wright's going to be just fine. You know, they're they're taking it slow with him, which is great. You know, take it slow with him. But healthy scratches, Sprongs, right? Darren Spronger and Morgan Geeky. 
Yeah. And who who they're starting to turn it. Geeks has turned it around and is having yeah, a really yeah. good season. And Sprongs, I don't. I got to look at what. Where is he on the, the stat sheet? Um, he's got eight points. You know, so he's got eight points. He had a five game uh, point streak. I mean, he's just having a hell of a season. And do you remember last year, like before the inaugural season? For some reason, that was a guy that me and you gravitated towards. Uh, because I think it was some of the preseason games. He was really looking good. And he was doing some stuff in practice. Yeah. Me and you for some, I, you know, uh, let's be honest. It's because he has a cool last name. His last name was fucking great geeky. name. Like, how, how do you not root for a guy whose nickname is Geek Squad? Like, we're really referencing Best Buy with this dude. I have to root for him. Oh, yeah, you have to. Um, which, why is he not? He should have his own corporate sponsorship. But, uh, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, there's, I think Sprongs, Geeks, they've got, Great nicknames. They're playing great. I think that's a ode to the coaching too. So again, it was awesome to see Daniel Sprong get that um, get that goal and to come away with a three two win over a pretty solid Kings team. Plus, yes, solid Kings team, division rival, and that's a big win to mm-hmm. keep them at bay and get a couple of points over them. That's a huge deal. And you and Dave Haxtell in the locker room after the game, um, uh, basically said like, "Hey, this it's a huge this is a huge win over a division rival." So it's awesome. I love that. That that's what's cool about now being competitive, right? Is we can start looking at these things and looking ahead to saying, "Okay, yes. cool, we have a division game. This is something that's important. This is how we can get, um, you know, when you have a good hockey team to watch, this is how you get excited in the dog days of the NHL season, like December, January, February." You can start yes. going, cool. We need to get these two points here because this is a division game. We got to win this, blah, 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 blah. That's what gets exciting. So that that is a big win over the Kings, who, who are a good team. No, they are a good team. And so far, you know, this has been a great homestand because the Kraken are, are home for six games. And right now they're three and two, but they've won seven of their past nine, which is awesome. And let's roll right into it. Like you said, we can start looking forward to these games and start circling some things on the calendar. Wednesday. It's at home against San Jose. It's their last home game of the homestand, so six games. If they can come out of this six-game uh, little stretch here at four and two before they hit the road, I'd be freaking pumped. Uh, San Jose is 6-11-3 on the season. They are six in, in the Pacific. And, um, Jeff, the reason why I brought up um, McDavid and Dreisaitl is because I was actually looking up some stats on Eric Carlson because you want to talk about a dude who you could actually argue is like MVP in the league right now. Well, actually, the reason why you couldn't argue that is because the Sharks fucking suck. But the reason why, that's the reason why he's not in the conversation. But this guy is playing out of his damn mind. There are two people in the league right now with more points than him, and it's McDavid and Dreisaitl. Uh, He's got 20 on the season. Dreisaitl has 30, McDavid uh, 34. Um, He has two four-point games on the season without Eric Carlson on the San Jose Sharks. I don't know if they win a a single game. I mean, like, legitimately, he is so good. And the crazy part is they're still, like, they're not a good team this year. This is a team uh, that the Kraken should be. I'm hoping that they come away uh, with a win on this one before they hit the road because if they can go on a little heater and get three games under their belt because Friday night is the Vegas Golden Knights. So how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling awesome because, number one, uh, with the Sharks – yeah, we should win that game. And Eric Carlson is because I, I I saw your notes and you're right. That is a guy who is just and he actually I think he had a down year last year, but I looked it up. No, he as did. Far, as far as surprised. the top uh, scoring defenseman of all time, he's 28th on the list of the all time top scoring defensemen. Top of the list is Ray Bork with uh, 1,579 points. He's got about 688, um, and he's still cranking him out. I don't know how old he is. I think he's 
he's I I think he's maybe in his in his thirties, mid thirties, so he can still play for a while, which is cool. So he he will anyway. Uh, another form well, a former San Jose Shark, Brent Burns, is up there too. He's at seven ninety, which uh, that guy scored some points tonight for Carolina, and um, they're all scoring. They're, they're still all scoring, which is awesome. But um, because I was watching some of the games earlier. Uh, long story short, I'm getting off track here. We're starting to get to the depths, Joey. He's, he's 32 to... years old, by the way. He's 32 years old. Oh, and, shit. And also did not know this. The guy has two freaking middle names. His name is actually Eric Sven Gunner Carlson. I mean, Dude, he's Swedish. Like, so all right, you. stop trying to be so Swedish, Eric. And also his <laughs> name. And it's be spelled less like... Swedish, bro. Be yeah, less Swedish. Well, Eric is also spelled with a K. So he's like yeah, trying to be super Swede over he's here. Swede like, AF right now. Chill out with the Swedish a little bit. Okay, dude. Come on. Change, All right, change anyway. your name to Eric Swede AF Carlson. There you go. His parents there's like, new, okay, name for you. we kind of like this name and this name and this name. Screw it. Why don't we? But they said it in Swedish. So like, so anyway, like what? What the fuck? Yeah. Anyways. Are we channeling the Swedish chef? I think so. <laughs> Look, Eric Carlson is a badass uh, hockey player. The Sharks absolutely suck. I hope we 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 win. And that also too. Yeah. That also too. And I got to ask you this question. That is also on Thanksgiving Eve, which you know yes. everybody says is like the biggest party night of the year. So are you going to be partying, um, or are you going to be prepping to be with you know friends, family, or whatever it is you do for Thanksgiving? What 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 are you doing? So two things. One, I have no plans, um, and I'm going to keep it that way. Things have been really, really busy, and for work-wise with me, they're also starting to pick up. I would prefer to just kind of lay low this week, just kind of hang out, spend time with people, and not get too crazy. With that being said, Thanksgiving Eve Eve is very real. Um, it needs to be uh, it needs to be acknowledged. It needs to be appreciated and respected. One of my favorite things to do, and I mostly did this when I was living in Colorado, but one of my favorite things I used to do was for Thanksgiving Eve Eve, go out with friends and just go out and get completely hammered drunk. I mean, it's what everyone does. People are back in town. We want to see your friends and your family. You go out bar hopping and yeah. you know, everyone just goes out and they have a good time. It's what the holidays are for. So I don't think I'll be partaking in Thanksgiving Eve Eve. Also, Christmas Eve Eve is even bigger than that. Have you ever participated in that? So wait, you're saying Christmas Eve Eve and Thanksgiving Eve Eve. Yes, so you're both, saying they're both they're both very real. So but but you so wouldn't that be Tuesday instead of Wednesday? Isn't Thanksgiving cuz Thanksgiving Eve is Wednesday night. Oh, you know what? Sorry. I got really excited. I'm thinking you of were Christmas. Pumped. I'm thinking oh, listen. Thanksgiving Eve is a thing, but I got I got I started I put too many eves on it cuz I'm thinking of Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve but, Eve is top tier but chris thanksgiving eve is also a thing but here's what's cool is like you, you listening to this right now yes. joe joey's like pure favorite. he no no he's pure joy excited like he's so excited oh. he's throwing extra eves in all over yeah. he, like, I'm, I'm, this. I'm so pumped to just hang out with loved ones and get drunk together that i can't even get my freaking days right but christmas eve eve is the is tops by the way but no thanksgiving eve is also a thing but i'm not going to be doing anything until the actual day of, because i tend to uh, overindulge on Thanksgiving, as as one would uh, surmise. Now, is that just food or drink or both? Oh, oh, both. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's disgusting. I get to the point where like I feel physically ill from how much I've eaten and drank throughout the day. Yeah, um, and kind of just carve out a spot on the couch. And uh, sometimes I go out afterwards, and that's oh. always and that's always weird because I'm just kind of like at the bar, like rubbing my stomach, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll do like an old fashioned. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta not, love the bars. I'm feeling too hot at this moment. So, 
crank open the doors on on the holiday oh yeah uh, he's like hey you don't want to you 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 sick and tired and hanging out with your family come to the bar I'm like oh yeah sweet by that point they can start playing christmas music and i'm cool with it because i'm already kind of turned the page mentally do you have anything that you do or you just kind of gear up for thanksgiving because you have the kids and everything so on wednesday night no we'll just lay low my plan is to try and grind through as much work as possible for, so i can actually like not work over the holiday which would could happen um so Wednesday night, we'll just probably chill, maybe watch some movies. That sounds really nice. Um, and then Thursday, we go to the in-laws' house, um, and we will chill there and do uh, awesome Thanksgiving sort of like midday deal. And then we totally worked out a deal where my in-laws will watch the kids, and my wife, her sister, and my brother-in-law, we're going to go out, and we're going to go drink on Thursday night. So that's going to be Hell. fun. Yes, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm assuming yeah. a couple of things. One, you're keeping it local. You're not trying to get too far away from the house. No, nope, okay. nope, nope. We'll, we'll be in um, we'll be in Old Metairie. Uh, so we're we're looking around. We're trying to we're trying to find we're trying to find like we were looking at like we wanted to go to a cool bar, mm-hmm. you know, like something nice. So we're looking all over the place, like just somewhere chill. So we're looking like the Ritz. We were looking at this and this and this and this. We don't know. We're just going to go pick a place and see if we can get in. We always end up, we always usually wind up down the street at this place called Winston's. I was was literally just going to tell you, go to Winston's. Winston's is the best. Food's good. Great drinks. Oh, yeah. Right, right big, next, to, right next to the railroad tracks. Oh, dude, it's awesome bar. We go there all the time. So it was also, what, deep, deep couches. Good couches for sitting. <laughs> dude, real, the deep almost, couches. almost like too comfortable though. You know what I'm saying? Like you sit down, you're like, I kind of might have a hard time getting up. No, the drinks like it just the amplifies the vibe, and you just want to yes. chill. And like it, it, you can tell it's a holiday. You know, we usually go there on a holiday, so it's like we don't have the kids. We're just like, oh man, we're just getting away. And like you just get in those big ass couches, and they're just like thick, and you just like. I, I get to, it's like napping couches you know what i mean like i i would totally like want kind of want to buy the couches from winston and bring it to the house and a megan would be like in disgusted shock but <laughs> at the same time because who knows what's happening on those couches but i would still take a nap on one of those i've sat on them before that's all we'll say about that but i, I would love <laughs> to have like a garage just to throw those couches in because those that's uh, it Anyways, we're now we're talking about shit that no one gives a we, fuck. About. Anyways, moving on. All right, I'm glad I'm glad you're I'm glad that you're getting some time Pumped. away from the kids and going to and going to some bars and doing the thing. So you're gonna and have to have one for me, man, because I'm la- I'm laying low that night. Friday night against the Knights. I mean, I'm picking them. I'm picking them in the DraftKings sportsbook app. So I'm, I'm of course you are. We we have I have to. I've got to put that energy on it because I've been a juggernaut in gambling. Uh, so I have to have my energy on the cracking because I want this win. I want this. Win. We've got to get this. They're the best team in the league. Uh, they're 14, 4, and 1. Uh, they're actually top five in goals scored, and they're top five in goals against. They've scored 68 goals on the season. The league average is 57. Uh, they've given up 47 goals on the season. The league average is also 57, which is kind of crazy because if you look at those averages, you're like, wait, so you're telling me that every team in the league is averaging like a 500 team, which is pretty cool because the Kraken are already at 10 wins. But, uh, yeah, man, if you're top five in scoring and top five in defense, odds are you're going to be pretty damn good. And it turns out the Knights are really good. Now, I'm excited for them to get to a point where they just kind of crumble and fall apart. I'm starting to get nervous, though. I know there's still a lot of hockey left, but I'm like, is that going to happen this year? Because they're looking so good. Um, it's actually making me a little bit paranoid. It's not like the Devils where I'm like watching them win 13 in a row, and I'm like, are they getting too hot right now? Like, is this really sustainable throughout the course of the year? But the, the, the nights look real. And I fucking hate admitting that 
um, because I just I don't like them at all. But um, you know, you know, real recognize real man. I gotta give them their respect. They're a damn good team. I would love to beat them, and it's in their barn. So if you want to talk about early season test, go into go into Las Vegas on a freaking holiday week when everyone's hungover from Thanksgiving and take care of the Vegas Golden Knights who are the best in the league. It's a sneaky win because this is. This week is a roller coaster Pacific Division trip because we we start at the bottom, we go to the top, and then we end at the bottom uh, of the division. I think we we can win that game. I I don't care if we overlook San Jose. I really don't. I want to beat Las Vegas, so I'm pumped for that game on Friday night. Then Wait, Sunday, are you, saying, are you saying trap game? Are you saying trap game? Oh yeah, I guess because I am. Of the timing of it. Okay. Yeah, I guess I am. I'm saying trap game. I say, you know, yeah, holiday, a little unexpected. The And, like, I don't know what Thanksgiving's like in Las Vegas, so I don't know if it's just locals. Do people travel? I have no clue. But anyway, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to watch that game. Definitely going to watch that game, so fired up for that. Um, and then Sunday in Anaheim, they're terrible. Terrible. Really bad team. Um you know, they were expected to be bad and they definitely are living up to those expectations. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this being a Pacific division week, which is cool. I'm happy with it. Yes. Anaheim is terrible. They are actually the worst team in the league in goals against like their goalies can't stop shit right now. I'm pretty sure they could put me or you in net and we would do a better job than whoever the hell they have in net. Um, the only other note I made about Anaheim is that we lost them to start this season. That was the opener for us. Um, it was it was in Anaheim. Yeah. The Kraken were up three to one. We were looking really, really good. And we gave up two goals in the third and a goal in overtime uh, to start this season. And I was like, this is some weird Kraken shit. I don't even know how to how to feel about this right now because the first game of the season, it was like way too early for me to even comprehend how bad that loss was. But I'm really hoping that Kraken can go in there and take care of business because and that on that specific night, like the Kraken were the better team. And so it's just one of those things where I'm just like, I can't believe they gave up a three, one lead. Anyways, I hope that the team remembers that. I hope that they uh, can keep things rolling and take care of business. Because like you said, Anaheim is not good. And this is a team that we should absolutely beat. So let's remember the first game of the season and go in there and get those fucking points back. Let's get those points back. And there's no reason why we can't look. I think we've been, very conservative, I think, in our predictions so far this season with the Kraken. And why not just go for broke? This team has proven that they're a good team. They know how to play good hockey. So let's let's sweep the division this week. Let's make it happen. It'll be uh, something that we're very thankful for at the end of this this week. You see what I did there? See I like I did that. There? I like that. You tied you tied everything all around an episode where our ADHD is showing. So I appreciate That's, you. Doing that. There what I do. That's what yeah. I do. So I'm punk. It's, it's a, uh, it's, it's pack week. Let's go. And uh, I'm definitely making some, some bets. Here's what you need to do. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You have got to get this app. Join me. It is fun. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. And if that wasn't exciting enough for you, you can turn those small bets into bigger bets with same game parlays. You just flip a little switch on the game that you, you pick and then you start choosing and you can watch those odds stack up and it's fun to pick. And I'm having a blast with that. I love doing that. And one day, one of my crazy parlays is going to turn out and I'm buying everybody who listens to this podcast a beer. I, I swear to God, write it down, Joey. All right. Well, uh, you're, if that you really, okay. Okay. I'm just, uh, I mean, it's getting it, up there. We're up to 15 listeners now. 
So fifteen right. times three dollars. I don't know math. That's at least two thousand dollars, right? Is that how? That's math. Wait, fifteen. 15 yeah, math. I'm trying to think. What's the three. cheapest beer I can buy? Like Bud Heavy. Like P. Uh, not even PBR. Maybe like uh, actually like a PBR. Yeah, yeah PBR. Like a High Life or a or Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, what if I choose like a really awesome IPA? Then I'm like, I have to make a lot of money. Are we talking Seattle prices or New Orleans prices? Because Seattle Price. prices, you can just like triple what we pay here. For it's sure. got to be Seattle price, prices. Yeah, I'm sc- okay. So $10 All right. so, here. Climate pledge price is 20 <laughs> All right, I've got to win a same-game parlay for sure. So, like, you combine multiple bets, uh, like on which team will win, how many goals can be scored, uh, who can who will score in the game get a bigger payout. It's fun to kind of watch it all add up as you do it. It's safe, secure, reliable. With DraftKings, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, which is super nice. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Uh, That's the Hockey Podcast Network. We are proud members of that. THPN, bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game. Get $200 in free bets if they do. That is code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See your show notes for details. Our show notes, by the way, check our that out. Show notes. Yeah. Don't look yeah. somewhere else. Look, Don't at, look at yours. Look at ours. Yeah. Look okay? at ours. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then something else, dude, something else happened this week, which is pretty cool. This is like a, a non-sponsorship sponsorship, but not a sponsorship. Nice. Um, yeah. Paying, Did our, I, paying our bills with hugs and good vibes. Uh, and free hats. Um, so <laughs> this is cool before, and we're, we're going to get to no dumb questions here in a second, but, um, you know, I love hats, man. I just love hats. And I was it's, watching I'm wearing one right now. I got my Miller light hat on right now. Hell yeah, dude. What, are you drinking a Miller light? No, I'm actually drinking a, a good question. I had the, I have it in a koozie. Oh, it's the, it's the Lagunias. It's the, it's the Ooh. hazy wonder. I, I still good. have like a, like a six or left in my fridge. I'm trying to finish them. So good. Um, but with the hats though, I was watching on Sunday or sometime last week was, I forget what day it was, but there's the video the Kraken put out where they asked each player and it was a great video. It was, who would you let drive your car? And they went across, or who wouldn't you let drive your car? And mm-hmm. they went across and it was hilarious. And Ryan Donato had this sweet hat on and I screenshotted it and tweeted it from the Kraken pod Twitter account. And um, I looked it up and I found out it was this company called Waggle golf. And, and I didn't realize it, but they actually had tagged us in almost the same video. I would say like three days prior because the video was on TikTok first before it was on Twitter. So long story short, Waggle golf tagged us. So they obviously listened to our podcast, Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and they tagged us in that. And then I just like organically saw this on my own. I was like, man, that's a sweet lid that Ryan and I was got on. And um, I found it. And when I tweeted out about the hat saying, oh, this is pretty sweet. Check it out. I found this at uh, Waggle Golf. Um, they DM'd us and said, hey, do you guys want some hats? And I said, hell yeah, our first free swag. Pretty sweet. Although we've gotten hooked up from listeners, by the way, too. Uh, that's a shout out to James. Um so they sent us the hats, bro. We got hats, free hats. This is, yeah, bust, put- them out. bust them out. We need to take a look really quick because I saw I saw the photo that was shared uh, by like the Kraken and that specific account, like Waggle Golf. And I'm looking at that. I'm like, and also it's not just their hats, but they do fucking awesome shirts. Like I'm not, I'm not, I will admit that I am not a golfer. I think I've gone like three times in my entire life, but 
their apparel uh, for pretty much every NHL team is super legit. And again, like they're not sponsoring us. I legitimately, I just really like uh, their stuff. I think I forgot who it was, but somebody actually tagged me uh, and something was like, dude, have you seen their shirts? I'm like, yeah, their shirts are freaking awesome. And they were nice enough, nice enough to send us a couple of hats and they are badass. So you're going to bust it out right now. Yeah. I love that hat. The so hat it's is. like, it's like the, it's the Kraken on the front. It's like a dark blue hat with like the white and the, the white and like the lighter blue crack. And it looks good on you, big guy. I like Dude, it. I got I'm trying to get, I got a big ass head. So I even you look like a, you look like a 12 year old kid who's about to play his first little league game. Once I get it set right, it'll make sense. But like my head is so huge. Yeah, it's not, it's um, not broken in like my Miller light hat, but dude, it looks fucking awesome. This, so this is, it's called the, it's a Kraken, right? And that's why they tagged us in it. Cause it's, it's like, it's cool, kick-ass, angry, looking we'll octopus thing yeah we'll, we'll tweet it out this is a this is a i just love hats this is a sweet hat it looks exactly like it did in the video with um ryan donato and yes. here's i as i get older and it's not an old thing either also too what's awesome is like um i guess i'm getting younger because i'm seeing all these people that are wearing these shirts from from wago golf and uh they look cool and that's what i'm trying to do as a 43 year old man is like i need to look cool again i'm, I'm approaching my midlife crisis there and, you go their swag buying a Corvette in no time. I, their swag is awesome. Um, I love wearing those shirts, those dry shirts, like those golf shirts, that like thin material. I'm a sweaty dude, and um, I love having that airflow. So like, I'm gonna get myself some of these shirts. Uh, for you want to get the get the nips filling the breeze a little bit. Dude, I have to have the breathe. I have to breathe. I realize like wear, wearing like a cotton shirt, I just get sweaty. Like I got leakage, man. And when I wear those shirts, I need to like a nice, nice uh, wickage, I guess is the word. Right. So here's here's the deal is I asked him, I was like, hey, look, you know, would you guys if we talked about your hat, the hat on the podcast a little bit, would you guys maybe hook up our listeners? Because um, this stuff's awesome and we want to hook them up. So if you want to go check them out and maybe grab a Kraken hat. Here's what we ended up doing is we talked to them and they gave us a promo code for, uh, I think it was, is it 5% off? I think it's 5% off. We're the worst. This is why we don't have sponsors, but fortunately it's not, it's not a real thing. So we're just doing this because we asked just looking looking at the information right now. I'm just trying to fill that air because we're not going to edit this. It is. Oh, we're not going to edit this. We should totally edit this because no, I just totally no, flopped on this. Oh, I just totally good, flopped. On this. It is. It's ten percent off. Oh my god. 10%, so five is ten percent off. It's ten percent off. So use the code KP10 like Kraken Pod. So KP10 when you're buying this hat or uh, some other that that you buy the shirt. The shirt's fucking sweet. And I'm, it's cool because a lot of the Kraken players are wearing their gear all the time, and I really, really dig it, man. So it's not just like, you know, random company hits us up. It's like I see the Kraken players rocking their stuff all the time. They were nice enough to send us some hats. So we'll have to tweet it out. And I put yeah. it on Facebook and stuff too. Like, hey, like th- their stuff is really cool if you want to check it out. And again, they're not even sponsoring us. They were just nice enough to give us a discount code. So if y'all want to get some more cracking gear, Lord knows I see you motherfuckers out there buying eight different jerseys every other day. Apparently everyone that falls cracking is a multimillionaire. So go check out uh, Waggle Golf's their stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, get your waggle on.com. W-A-G-G-L e on so get your waggle on.com use the code kp10 to get 10 percent off your order uh amazing golf shirts they've got they got tons of actual t- all all clothing accessories it's pretty neat so 
Thank you very much, Waggle Golf. Love it. Get your Waggle on.com. Use the code KP10. Pretty sweet hat. I love it. I got I got your hat right here too, Joey. So I'll get that to you. Um, uh, but I'm gonna let my kids wear it first for a little while. I'll get some spaghetti sauce on it, and then I'll get it over to you. No problem. Okay. Sounds good, brother. <laughs> um, there's a couple of other things we want to talk about too. I know we mentioned at the very beginning, Maddie Beneers, um, and the NHL power rankings. Where so I've looked at a couple different uh, NHL power rankings. And the Kraken are all up there. Which yes. list? Which list did you look at, Joey? And where are they on that list? What do they say? So every week, and so I'm. I have a weird uh, like dynamic with me personally when it comes to power rankings because let's be honest, they're total bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because it, one, it's just media members uh, that do it. So they're just like these constructed lists that these companies make up in order to get people talking about their shit. Welcome to the world of sports media or media in general. But the reason why I don't like it is because unless we're talking about like college football where like the AP and the coaches poll actually like will determine who plays for a championship, power rankings really don't matter. But it is a good way to get people really riled up and talking about it. For example, and I didn't include them in this week's episode in their power ranking because their power rankings are complete bullshit. Everyone knows for the most part that ESPN doesn't give a flying fuck about hockey. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Um, you know, they do just enough coverage to be like, look, we like the NHL too. But the reality is like they're doing the bare minimum. And I'm referencing specifically, Jeff, I don't know if you saw this, but last week in their uh and in, in their NHL power rankings, I forgot where they had the Kraken. Again, it doesn't matter. Every list is completely made up. But they were talking about like they they give like one reason per team, and they said the reason for the Kraken being so good is because Chris Tanev is playing so well. And everyone's like, "Bro, you can't get the right Tanev brother to talk about like how lazy are you when you're putting together these lists?" I mean, it's uh, absolutely it's absolutely insane. So with with all that, also, being, go, go ahead. I was gonna say like also too like not only to get the wrong Tanev in there, but like, and I will say, look, Turbo is a. Uh, uh, he's leading the league, the team in plus minus. So there is that, but like he is having a great season. He's playing great. He's a pivotal part of the team, but there's a lot more to the success of the Kraken than turbo. So that's like a double. They screwed up the, the, the bro. And they also, that's, that's not right. Anyway, sorry to interrupt your flow there. I'm with you, man. And again, so it's one of those things where, you know, I saw a lot of people up in arms about it. And don't get me wrong. I totally understand because you're like, dude, I'm frustrated. Like, this is my team. If you guys are going to talk about us, can you at least get the fucking players right? So I understand where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, like these lists legitimately don't matter. These rankings do nothing for the team. Now, that being said, if you want to look at where the power rankings are for the NHL as of this week, we are recording this. It is Monday night. So the score um, it's a publication called The Score. They have the Kraken ranked 10th in the league. And it's really cool because instead of doing like a one-sentence reason, they actually did a one-word reason. And their one word for the Seattle Kraken is here, H-E-R-E, as in like the Seattle Kraken have arrived, which is really cool. So I just thought that was a really cool note to make. And another uh, note that I made as far as NHL power rankings goes is that fan-sided had the Kraken at ninth overall in the league. Now, both fan-sided and The Score – kind of had similar reasons. There was like a brief little blurb. It's like two to three sentences underneath it. And they basically just said that like, they're starting to get to come together as a team, blah, blah, blah with the draft. And they were, they were talking about how their off season acquisitions have really propelled the team and made them really deep. So as I think they're kind of alluding to what you were mentioning earlier, Jeff, about like so many people that are scoring points and um, contributing to the team. So there you have it. The NHL power rankings, 
again, they don't really mean shit. These media companies are just kind of making up lists to get people talking. But as of right now, it's it's very clear that although there's a lot of hockey left to play, the Kraken are a top 10 team in the league. Oh, absolutely. Stats don't lie. Um, you know, so the power, they cannot deny. I feel like I'm going to start busting into a, a Sir Mix-a-Lot song here. Um, but you can't deny the Kraken and how great they're playing. And they look great. And uh, crappy sports writers who are putting together power rankings have to now put them at the top of the list. So that's pretty awesome. They can't just try and like invent a way to put them at the bottom. So they have to include them, which is great. Yeah. And Matty Beneers is still impressing across the league. Um, this kid, he just looks... He just looks – he's got, what, uh, uh, 20-ish games under his belt now. He just looks like a pro. He just looks like somebody who's been in the league for a while. And um, on Saturday night, before I fell asleep, before you took the, the baton <laughs> on the bus, there was a part in the game where um, Matty Beneers uh, made a power move to go towards the net, and he passed it kind of at the last second. Yes. And I tweeted, and I said, in like two years – he buries that shit. And I think it was a little bit of um, trying to be uh, a team player where he, sh- instead of him just knowing that he should have taken that uh, chance to the net. And had he made that extra move, he would have scored that goal. So like this kid has just got like a sixth sense and everybody around the league is starting to see it now. And as I think you, did you place that prop bet on him winning the rookie of the year? Yeah, man, I've had him at the Calder like plus four fifty for like two for like two months or so now. You can still make the bet. I guarantee the odds are lower now. I don't know what they are. I haven't looked at looked at them in a while. But yeah, I've I've been riding the Maddie to win the Calder like plus four fifty plus five hundred for a hot minute now. And dude, you're absolutely right. And I've mentioned this before, so I won't go too deep into it again. But you know, we try to watch every single game as much as we can. Like we pride ourselves and all that shit. And it's a lot of fun because I just love watching the crack and play. And what I love about Maddie Beneers is that he's such a dynamic player that whenever he's out on the ice without even really trying to, I find myself like just watching him and it's like, he's such a good fucking player. And it, he, there's a lot of things that he already does on the ice as a kid who just turned literally 20 years old um, that don't show up in the stat sheets. And it's incredibly impressive. In fact, there was a play, um, against against the Kings uh, in, the, in the game they just played on Saturday night where he was controlling the puck. Uh, he was in the offensive zone, and I, like, I forget who was trying to guard him, but long story short, he basically hit him with like the freaking juke, and this this defender literally fell to his knees on the ice because Maddie got him so good, and as a result of that, he was able to have the sight to pass it cross ice, and I forget who he, who he passed it to, but he put a really nice shot on net that just barely missed a goal. Now, that kind of stuff is again not going to show up in the stat sheets, but like he's just a dude that's always making the right plays. And yeah, like to your point, Jeff, like he still tries out some things. I forget who we lost to early in the season, but he was trying to like stop a goal um, that actually ended up costing the crack in the game because as a result of him trying to stop it, he actually shielded Martin Jones from having the vision, and then they end up scoring on us. But dude, he's figuring it out. He's a blast to watch, and I don't know. We're just lucky to have him because the kid's a fucking stud. So he's still plus four fifty. There you go. So he's odds on favorite right now to win the Calder. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to put a hundred bucks down right now. Did you put a hundred bucks down? What'd you do? I put a hundred on it. I, Cause I feel like that's the safest bet I'll ever freaking make. I mean, that's, I got to do it. I've got to match you. I just did it. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Well, All right. and, and listen for like the, for like the, this kid's a player, the Matty Beniers article that was written by Ryan S. Clark. For those people that don't know his writing, he was previously covering the Seattle Kraken for the athletic 
Then he got the job over at ESPN covering the NHL in general. But he wrote this article about Manny Beneers. He was actually interviewing him directly, which is really close. And I just have a couple of notes on this article that I thought were really cool, but anybody can read it. It's on ESPN for free. So a couple of notes, and this is really telling of Beneers' character. One, he does not read any stories on him at all. In fact, he asked his parents to stop sending him articles because they were so proud of their son that they were constantly sending him articles that he was featured in. And he asked his parents to stop sending him them because he doesn't want to see it. Um, when he first hit the ice with this Seattle Kraken, Yanni Gord said, quote, oh my God, is he good? Because he was so impressed by how he was out on the ice. And it goes on to talk a little bit more about it in the article, but basically Yanni, you know, just talks about the fact that, you know, you see a lot of kids that come out of these lower leagues or come out of college and you don't know what you're going to get. And a lot of time they need some development. And he was like, no, Maddie, when he was out on the ice, like he was the guy. Um, I thought this was interesting, Jeff. You'll appreciate this. This is uh, directly uh, from Jordan Eberle. He said, in quote, he's sociable. He likes to talk. He likes to chirp. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know, because you, know, you watch all these games and you see him out on the ice and it's really hard to tell. But like, I don't really ever see Beneers chirping people out there. But apparently he's a dude, you know, who, who's talking on the ice a little bit, which I really appreciate because he seems well, kind of like a quiet guy. You should w- watch him when, you know, when his line scores and he's always the first dude to be like running after guys and uh, congratulating them. You can tell, I don't know about the chirp thing, but you can definitely tell that he is a team dude and he's got to be fun to to skate with. Also too, like in all those videos that the Kraken put out, he just yeah. seems so comfortable. Like when they're asking him questions, I mean, it's, it just, I mean, it really fits the group. Nobody else really seems super awkward, um, but he just seems like a guy who fits in and is having fun. And I could totally see that. So, like, I'd want to have a beer with that dude. That's for sure. It would be a little weird, um, you know, 43-year-old man having a, a beer with a 19-year-old dude. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. I, why am I talking about this? We're in the depths. That's why. So, <laughs> there's that. But he just seems like a cool dude. And I just I hope we can make some money off that kid. And so are you. I think that's an easy bet right there that he's going to win the Calder Trophy. This guy's yes. a special player. And he's part of a special team. The Seattle Kraken are a special team this year. Yeah, dude. So, um, and if you're if you're still wondering, like, oh, I don't know, should I put a little bit of money on him to win the Calder? Right now, he leads all rookies with 11 points. He's second in the league with five goals, and he has sixth with five assists overall. He ranks second among all rookies in ice time and forwards, and 11th overall uh, among rookie skaters. Um, and the last note that I had that I just thought was hilarious is that him and Bor- uh, Borgie are actually roommates, which I did not know. And Carson Susie called him out, and he was like, they text each other from their own bedrooms. So it's really funny because I'm picturing me in college, like being hungover in bed and, text- and texting my roommate who's in the other room being like, want to go grab some food later? That's literally what Borgie and Beneers are doing. Now, I'm not saying they're hungover, but the fact they're like in their, in their bedrooms texting each other and then going out and playing in the NHL and lighting the freaking league on fire, man, that shit cracks me up. That is pretty cool. I love those stories too. That's a good thing. That's why that's why everybody's performing well because they're all good buds. I love it. Yep. Yep. So it, this is something we do on the show. It is called No Dumb Questions. And here's what it is is you know, if you are newer to hockey and maybe you've got a question you just been dying to know, maybe you've been around for a while and you just would like to know the answer to something. Um, but you're afraid to ask other podcasts about it because they'll make fun of you. Well, guess what? That's true. They will make fun of you, they will make you feel bad. This is a podcast that's, you know, some stats, a lot of fun, laid back. This is a vibes podcast. So we want to make sure that you're feeling the positive vibes and you 
can ask. This is a safe space. Ask any question that you want. There are no dumb questions here. That's why we have this segment called No Dumb Questions. So, Joey, what is the question in No Dumb Questions this week? So I really appreciate this question because it came to our email and we hadn't had a chance to actually respond in the email. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to respond uh, on the podcast. And it's from JB Harmon. So JB Harmon emails us. This dude grew up in Hawaii and has been living in Seattle for the past decade. And it's kind of cool because I don't know if he had a chance to check out the email or not, Jeff, but like he basically like his opening sentence was like, hey, I grew up in Hawaii. Shocking. Not a lot of hockey. I'm getting into it with the Seattle Kraken being a team. It's like, yeah, this sounds like a lot of the Seattle Kraken fan base, which is great. And then he was like, there's some basic things I legitimately don't understand. And because it's cool to ask you here, I'm going to ask you guys. Um, And before I get into the question, I will say, uh, JB, you also asked a question about face-offs and how they work. Go back and look at our previous episodes because they're, and it's in the title of the episodes. Like, but there's a specific episode where we actually answer the face off question. And the reason why I didn't do it again is because there's so much fucking information on face offs. I was like, I can't do this over again because we'll be talking about it for 30 minutes. But there is an episode where we talked about it. And he also was like, Why do you keep referencing Jeff as Ted Lasso? You also got to listen to the episodes, man. Jeff is the Ted Lasso, the Seattle Kraken. He's Mr. Positivity. Absolutely. <laughs> so, anyways, believe, baby. Believe. So the question here is, what exactly is offsides? And again, this is a great freaking question because if I'm like sitting next to a bar or sitting, sitting next to someone at a bar, Jesus fucking Christ, I have one beer and I came and talked. If I'm sitting next to someone at a bar and they ask me what offsides is on hockey, I feel like I can't explain it visually but not actually explain it. And so here is yes. the answer about what exactly is offsides. So a team is offside when any member of the attacking team, so think about like you're transitioning from defense over to offense. You are the one attacking. You control the puck. If that team proceeds the puck over the defending team's blue line, and it goes by the position of the player skate, not the player stick. The player stick can be over the blue line. That's totally fine. In fact, one skate can be over the blue line, and if the other is on the blue line, you're totally fine. But this, the skate is the determining factor. If both skates are over the blue line, before the puck, the player is offside. So basically, like, just, I don't know, man, in layman's terms, try to think about, like, hockey for dummies 101. Just be like, hey, is the puck there before the player is? There you go. That's all you have to think about. Like, just make sure the puck gets over the blue line first and you're good to go. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I, I was, I'm watching the World Cup of soccer, and that offside, to me, is way more confusing than yes. hockey offsides because it's a little more um, – uh, what's the word here? Uh, there, it's like the blue line is hard, solid. There's a little bit of leeway there. There's some controversy over some offsides, but in soccer, it's a little strange. Um, I, I, I love the rule. I love the offsides rule in um, the NHL and in hockey. Um, when I played, it was always cool to be the guy who was like trying to get up the ice and, you know, you weren't carrying in the puck. So, but you're watching the other, you know, your teammate bring the puck across and like, it it was always felt cool. Like I kind of knew what I know what I'm doing when you drag that foot behind you just to make sure that you were on sides because your, you know, slow ass teammate didn't make it across in time. Mm -hmm. Um, But you made it like you dragged your foot because that rule is pretty cool. It doesn't matter. uh, As long as like one foot is on side, you're good. Yes. Um, But yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question because that's something that comes up all the time. All the time. All these, all these rules in hockey, like you said, you nailed it. Is I know them, but I can't explain them very well. So that's Not a great thing to know. That's a great thing to know 
um, how to explain. So I, I like that. So um, wait, say that again. Do it one more time. Sorry, you just uh, you just cut out for a second. Your shit oh, all wonky. Say, say? say my shit is wonky. Um, <laughs> explain it again one more time. Read that that textbook definition so I can like just just yeah, absorb it. Textbook definition is a team is offsides when any member of the attacking team precedes the puck over the defending team's blue line. Boom. That's all you need to say and all you need to know. The team is attacking and they are in control of the puck. If a skater is beyond the blue line before the puck is, then they are then they are offsides. And again, it goes by the skate, not by the stick. And both skates have to be over the blue line in order for it to be offsides. Basically, just make sure the puck is over the blue line before your dudes are. Period. Done. Love it. That's awesome. So that's a great question. I love that. And uh, I love having uh, Hawaiian in Seattle. Um you know, ask that question. I'm going to go eat some spam now in, in his honor. <laughs> Speaking of that, you see, they have a, they have spam figgy pudding for the holidays. Dude, I did see, I did hear about that. I, I heard yeah. some chatter about it and spam figgy pudding. I mean, spam first of all, pudding is real. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've, well, I, I think I have had spam before, but I've never had figgy pudding. And I don't, I don't know that, that like whole sentence is kind of like, that's a sentence I've never heard before. Spam figgy pudding and i don't know how to compute it like i don't know what to think of when i you know you can kind of sometimes think of tastes like what is that i do i don't know in fact i had the same conversation because i do another podcast the past the everything podcast and great podcast i appreciate that and we it's you know we joke around a lot it's about food news kind of going on around the world and we talked about spam figgy pudding i had the same exact reaction i've had spam before i actually kind of don't mind it it's been years but fried never spam's had, awesome i've never actually had figgy pudding so i'm like i wonder what this would taste like now am i gonna go out and buy spam figgy pudding probably not i mean that sounds like a lot of work i also don't shop at walmart it's like this is like a walmart food item this is like they're, they're, I, I don't know i don't know what they're, they're just trying to get some they're trying to get the word out about spam i guess I, they need some extra marketing help so they did this i mean they they do these crazy flavors to try and get some attention but like what is exactly the goal here i don't know i love pudding pudding's awesome but like figgy pudding i don't like chocolate mousse holy smokes i could eat that all day long you know like all day long snack packs you know the the hind snack packs i could eat those all day long what are those made out of i don't know it's like ground up Dude, i have no idea i remember one time when i was in like uh i think it was 13 i was like in eighth grade I ate nine nine month old snack packs and got really sick. I was at my friend's house and his his like family had always just stocked up on snack packs. And he's like, "Hey, we got a bunch in the fridge. You want to clear these out?" And I was like, "Bring them on, dude! Nine in a row." And uh, don't recommend. Was not feeling too hot. Jesus, not well. Like nine fresh snack packs, Joey. Jesus, I know. Wow, I know. Uh, I did do that with Doritos once. Doritos and, and myself was were not friends for a little while we're back on we're really great friends now but back in the day dude when i was about probably that same age i I think i sat and just watched like afternoon cartoons after school and just pounded a hole and back in the day before they limited the size of shit so it was like you know a regular bag of doritos back then was like filled to the brim with just and i think i ate the whole bag and uh are you a nacho cheese guy you strike me as a classic nacho cheese guy um no actually you know my chip of choice i'm a big motherfucking chip guy and that is a huge huge earmuff for me but i love chips and my deal is just straight up no goddamn crinkles in my chips no waves in my chips i will eat those but just classic salty ass potato chips okay not not sour cream now look 
we could go through a ranking here. I will eat any and all chips. I will love them, but the best. And for me, my my like ultimate is better made potato chips. That is the Detroit a Detroit brand. Okay. Um, when my mom visited, she actually brought me a shit ton of better made um, potato chips and pretzel rods. And okay. uh, for some reason, the pretzel rods, even though I did test this out they taste exactly the same as pretzel rods from any brand but like they're just better because they're from better made um but mm. their potato chips are just heaven so like just an awesome fresh potato chip that's my jam then after that i'd have to go yeah, how do you feel about how do you feel about sea salt and vinegar what flavor are you going with here do you go original are you a purist how do you feel original number one number two sour cream and onion Ooh, um, did not num- see that number two coming okay yep number three um, I would go if I'm just talking straight up chips with flavors, not like Doritos, you know, nacho chips, that sort of stuff. I'm talking just like potato chips flavors. Um, I'm gonna go number three. I probably would go to like the you know, salt and vinegar, um, as far as like a classic one. Um, some of these like newer ones, like cracked pepper, that's pretty solid. I'm down with that. Uh, I can't stand barbecue flavored chips. I really that's like the worst. This is a waste of chips is like the barbecue flavor. Like that's sort of like barbecue yeah, I'm not sauce. Into sweet. It. I'm not into it either. Yeah. It's too much. It's like a little bit too much on the sweet side. It's like, yeah. I don't, I don't need all this. Also, I hate it when they pair it with barbecue food. Like I don't need the barbecue and barbecue pairing. Just give me barbecue. If you're going to do chips, give me plain or give me something along those lines. Yeah. I don't, I don't that's, that's not a good combo for me. Yeah. But I mean, like I'm honestly thinking of it right now. Like I'm actually tr- I'm actively trying not to eat too much at night because I feel like that's messing with my sleep. Like I always like to eat a bunch of shit before I go to bed. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a problem for me. So, but now that we're wrapping this podcast up and it's after 10 o'clock at night, like I'm literally salivating at the thought of like golden salty potato chips and just smashing those things right now. So I'm, I'm completely screwed. So I, um, I haven't had some some good sea salt and vinegar potato chips in a hot minute, and I'm kind of craving that right now. If I had some at the house, I would definitely be crushing it before I went to bed. So, all right, this is a good talk. We're learning a lot about each other here. There you go. Okay, cool. The, the chip, uh, maybe we should start it. You've got a food podcast. we got a hockey podcast. Maybe we just have a straight-up chip podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just did it. Is it's that history of, of uh, you just crushing bags of chips every week? You're like, okay, and now I'm meeting a better brand. And here if, we go. If there is a uh, podcast about potato chips, I guarantee you it's hosted by two white dudes. Just odds on favorite. A odds million on percent. A million, million percent. percent. If that was in the in the DraftKings sportsbook app, I guarantee you I would smash that all day. That button right there all day long. <laughs> Plus one thousand. Why actually no mine no uh, on the money line it would be a minus uh 1000 because it's a it's an absolute yeah. lock it's that, such that a is white dudes. yeah, yeah. such a lock yeah absolutely. absolutely all right well there you go we have been in the depths for a while now it is uh late at night the kraken are looking good we are ready for a pacific roller coaster the sharks the knights and then the ducks have an awesome Thanksgiving, Joey. Very thankful for you being a great uh, podcast uh, co-host and friend. And, um, man, have an awesome Thanksgiving experience, and we'll get back at it after we can talk about some cracking wins this weekend. Dude, I'm I'm freaking pumped. I hope you and uh, your family have a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. If you celebrate Thanksgiving Eve Eve, let us do know. Uh, I'm excited to hear what y'all get into. Shout out to Winston's. What a great freaking bar. But yeah, man, Love I'm Winston's. I hope y'all have you have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, man, here's to the crack and keeping things rolling. And maybe we can pull off a little sneak surprise on Friday in Las in Las Vegas. So there you go. 
Yep. And uh, thanks again to, to uh, Waggle Golf uh, and the, these sweet hats. Really appreciate that. So make sure you check those dudes out, hit them up, and uh, thank you. So we're going to leave you with our Chirp of the Week. Hockey players, they talk shit on the ice. They don't really say much off the ice. They're really nice, and, and they kind of you know speak in euphemisms off the ice. But on the ice, man, they just tear each other to shreds. They are hilarious. So we will leave you. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving with our Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. All right, Eric, is that the best offensive game you've ever had? Uh, two goals and essentially a hat trick with the game winner in the uh, shootout? Not even close. <laughs> Shanks.